we're still in the same room. Possibly Chris, I had to really bring him back in. He was walking out the door. Possibly he got someday. so angry at that last topic. <laughs> I brought him back. I'm like, we got to talk about James Bond. He was like, that's right, let's do that's that. That's right, that's right, let's because there is no time to die. Except everyone dies. <laughs> Not everyone. <laughs> like, really, like, two, three... Well, a couple of quite a bit of people. Quite a bit of people quite die. Quite a bit of people actually do die. They uh, they do die. I, I walked out and my dad was just like, "Oh God, it should have been called Time to Die." Everyone dies. That's funny. That's fucking funny. How did he did he like it? Yeah, you know what's kind of funny is, um, you know how my dad is with movies, yeah, right? I know exactly. The hero dies, he hates movies. it now, yeah, right? Yeah. So fifteen minutes before the end of the movie, leaned over to me and went. I think this is the best James Bond I've seen in my life. <laughs> and then he goes back in. And then I, I, I felt it. I felt that ending coming. Michelle felt I it. Really she called felt it. it and I was coming. like, I don't know. And I was like, they're, they're not going to do it, right? I don't, they, it really feels like they're going to do it, though. And then it happened. And Leonardo James was like, I bet your dad doesn't like this movie anymore. <laughs> and I went back. He's just like, that's not, that's not real, right? Like, after the credits, he'll still be around, right? Well, so so your dad and fireball I, definitely blew over top. <laughs> your dad and I are actually kind of similar because Michelle called it, and I'm yeah. sitting there going like, like I don't know because like, like at first she's like, well, I bet you it's his kid. And I was like, I don't know, like that just seems like I'm just looking at it like traditionalist Bond. Yes. Like, so I was and like, that's a, yeah, I don't think so. Like, and then when she says it, uh, you know, towards the end, and uh, then I was like, okay, all right. And then, even though I saw the missile fucking explode right in front of him, I was like, I don't think he's dead. Like, I actually said to Michelle, I'm like, you just watch, he won't be dead. But they literally showed, like, the flames engulfing yeah. his body. No, I know, I know. And I said, eh, he'll get out of it. Because it's James Bond. I thought originally. Because it's every other, every yeah. other James Bond movie, even the ones where it looks like he's dead. Yeah. You know, at the end, he shows up, he's Spoilers. bad, he's a fraud, or whatever. Yeah, he's totally dead. <laughs> totally, totally. You know what? They know what they're dealing with with us. They know it's spoilers. I, I honestly thought, want. like, I was like, okay, he, he's going to die right now, but they're going to just keep it at Madeline, and she's going to just watch the missiles at the island. That's what I thought. And oh. that would have left it open for him well, I see, and that's to get the thing, up. Right? But, yeah, but then so. they cut back, and they show him there, and they show it come down, and, it just, and I was like, they killed him. Yeah. They straight up killed James Bond. So Vaughan. I'm, like, driving home with Michelle, and I'm, I'm like, kind of just sitting there going, like, they fucking killed him. And then so... About an hour later, after yeah. I had found like a pretty decent cam copy, which yeah. by the way I didn't rewatch. I watched like the first twenty minutes of it, but I didn't finish it. So I always because I forgot that you have to invest three fucking hours of your life. <laughs> it's like, okay. yeah, yeah, you know what? Maybe yeah. I'll watch this in stages. But anyway, uh, and I was sitting there, and I was, uh, you know, I was like having a drink, and I'm just like, I, I can't fucking believe I killed him off. I was like, that's. That's fucking crazy. And I kept yeah. going back to that. I kept going, like, literally, like, I, I can't fucking believe they killed him up. And then I was like, that was so fucking good. Like, it was oh, so good. Oh, it's so good. Now, I am going to tell you right now, it's not my favorite Craig Bond. It's not my favorite. Skyfall, still the top of the mountain. However, this is second. That's kind of what I've come to, too. And it took me a while, because I was really, I you telling really me loving like, it. I was like... It was two hours in. It's a long fucking movie, and I wasn't feeling the. the I didn't feel it at all. I didn't feel it at all. And I was like, okay, if I'm not feeling it right now, like, this is good. Like, this is good shit. Exactly. This is a great movie. Like, and the at pacing no point is in time awesome. was I like, oh boy. Yeah. Over me, Andrew. Whereas, like, Spectre the whole time, I'm just like, how oh, is it over? Well, like I said right? in our, our previous campcast, once we got to the desert, mm -hmm. actually, once we got pretty much to the American, once we got to the American, I was yeah. like, fuck this. This is just brutal. And, uh, you know, and unfortunately the ending, like the last half hour of the movie when they get back to Britain, unfortunately it wasn't so epic that yeah. it was able to bring me right back into it. Um, although I will say that No Time to Die does a really good job of elevating Spectre to the point where I was like, okay, all right. They rehab Spectre enough where like later on I could see myself rewatching it. Yeah. I'll probably get to the American part and go, oh, yeah, that's right. Fucking goddamn it. And skip. <laughs> but I, but you're right, though. Like, I feel like watching Spectre now, and I've done it twice, and both times I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. But now I think I'm going to see, give a little more 
I don't want to respect it because it was still shot before this, and it shouldn't have to depend on a future film to to bring it back. But right, yeah, I will be able to look at it in a little bit of a different light. I think. Yeah, and that's that's how I feel too. And I think uh, time is another thing too, because like Quantum Assault for the longest time was my last of the yeah. ones, right? The yeah. Craig Bonds, and uh, and like after this recent viewing, that's changed, right? But uh, but yeah, so now it's literally Skyfall, No Time to Die, Casino Royale. Quantum Solace and Spectre. Yeah, and that'd be my list too. Yeah. So uh, though, without... though I will say that No Time to Die is a five out of five too, just like Skyfall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Skyfall yeah. is Sky. I, I don't know. Uh, why... No, 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 no. Uh, no Time to Die is four and a half for me. Four and a half. Yeah. I put a five on it. Yeah. I have uh, one particular dislike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, without further ado. As always, No Time to Die came out in 2021. The director was Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Something like that. Okay. Screenplay, big surprise here, written by Neil Purvis and mm -hmm. Robert Wade. Mm -hmm. Literally, the two guys that wrote every single movie of Craig's run. But they've also done several other films. Yeah. Uh, Kerry Joji Fukunaga and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, which I thought was funny, where a lot of people were like, oh, fucking Phoebe Waller-Bridge comes in and all this shit. And I'm like, you couldn't tell anything. I, I'm i not really I'm familiar, familiar with, with her work because of you Fleabag. Have, you watched okay? Fleabag. So I watched uh, what, all of Fleabag. What is Fleabag? Like, is it comedic or, or what What kind of genre it is it? It is, it's a dramedy. A dramedy. Yeah. But it's like, it's British too. So there's like, like absurdist, awkward aspects okay. to it it's uh but it's not like like the office like the first version of the okay. office not like that it's uh, but i would say gravity because i was kind of feeling like there was a lot more lightheartedness and, and quirky humor in this one compared to past ones i was thinking maybe that's for phoebe well in. see no i don't i disagree what i feel like is i feel like a lot of this is uh this is what Spectre should have been. Mm -hmm. So this did a really good job. This did what Skyfall did too, where they took a lot of the old classic Bond yep. and fused it into modern uh, Daniel Craig's Bond. Yeah. Okay, so that's... And unfortunately with Spectre, which they kept trying to put it back to that Roger Moore style of Bond, where, yeah. you know... And, like, and it was never going to work because Craig's Bond was incredibly different from all the other bonds so there was no way that he could go back to traditional bond without it suffering and it did yeah and it did but anyway uh so the story was done by neil purvis robert wade and Corey juji joji fukunaga uh starring daniel craig as james bond the best bond ever in my opinion and in a lot of people's opinions uh and it's the best bond he's the best bond he's yeah the i mean like I, I grew up on roger moore and then and then we grew up on pierce brosnan yep. and not, i i just i love i love craig as as bond i love pierce brosnan's bond but he he started some stinkers like yeah. like unfortunately too it was yeah. a lot of the, like he goldeneye was great yeah and then, uh, what was the next one? Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, World Is Not Enough. The world Is Not Enough. Oh, no, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Okay, so Tomorrow Never Dies. And then it just starts to do this almost immediately. Right, it was a high and then, and then a slow all the way like, down. And almost immediately. And like, Whereas Craig's run has had this constant up and down roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, okay, so then we've got uh, Remy Malik as Lucifer Safin, which I'm surprised they didn't just call him Lucifer. Yeah. Like, yeah. a couple extra fucking... <laughs> letters in here anyway Lucifer Safin who is a terrorist leader slash assassin who killed Madeline's mom mm -hmm. which was talked about in Spectre yes and uh for them to open that was pretty interesting that that's how they opened that it that was a very interesting but opening I, I just wanted to throw that out there I don't want to I don't want to steamroll this no it's weird now because we can actually have an inter like an actual conversation and there's none of this like I'm talking, and then nobody can hear anything until I stop, and then you can go. So this is actually, this is new to me. It, it's really new to me. We haven't done this in a while. No. Um, so we've got uh, Leia Sidhu as Madeline Swan. Mm -hmm. She's the psychiatrist. Yes. Who works for my 6 which I thought was priceless. She's the babe. And uh, she's the daughter of Mr. White, who, and she also helped Bond get past Vesper Lind. Which another thing I, I thought was awesome that they touched upon. Yes, me too. Uh, LaShawn Lynch, 007 in Bond's absence. 
And, uh, yeah, Michelle didn't really like her. I loved her. I thought she was awesome. She felt to me very much like um, someone who could have been a double O. Yeah. 007 in particular. Yeah. Um, and there were some similarities to Bond, which I thought was really cool. And then, obviously, she stood on her own. Yep. Um, plus, she's just a fucking talented actress. Oh, she's great. Uh, we've got Ben Wishaw as Q. We all know who Q is. Um, Q. We've got uh, Naomi Harris as Eve Money Perry. Uh, Eve Money Penny. Sorry, Money I was. Perry. I was gonna. I got sidetracked because uh, I was doing the cast list for Venom, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. She was in Venom. Let there be carnage." Yeah. As Francis Barron. Yeah. And I barely recognized her, so I was like, "Oh, this is great." Anyway, uh, so Eve Money Penny returns. Jeffrey Wright, Felix Later. Oh, that was a tough one. Christoph Waltz as Blofeld. Yeah. Ralph Fiennes as M. And the creator of Heracles, the nanobot virus, which we'll talk about a little bit Motherfucker. more. Motherfucker. Although I read somewhere that more than likely, because this came out, this was supposed to come out before the pandemic. Yeah. Originally it was supposed to be an actual virus, but they changed it to a nanobot virus because they thought it might be a little bit too on the nose right now. Which I'm glad they did. Which I'm glad yeah. they did. Um, we've got Billy Magnuson as Logan Ash, the CIA agent helping Felix. We've got Anna DeArmas as Paloma, CIA agent, and uh, she was a fucking highlight of the movie. She should have been in this more. I honestly hope that we get to see more of her in at least one other movie. I always love her acting, but, but I, to see her actually kick ass in this—the kicking ass part was, you know, but, it was great. But her character, her character, just like this, this like bubbly, naive, <laughs> but at the same time, like incredibly smart and te like with it. Yeah. So it's like this is part of an act. Like she's pretending to be like this flighty idiot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was so good, so good. Um. We've got David. Densick as Valdo Oberchef, who is a scientist working on Heracles, and uh, with uh, Safin as well as the bad guy. Rory Kinnear, hey, Bill Tanner, yeah. his last movie, and yep. chief of staff. Dali Bensala is Primo. I put in parentheses Cyclops, so that way we know who you're talking, talking about. The eyeball assassin. And uh, Lisa Dora Sonnet as Matilda, Bond and Swan's daughter. Mm. The budget is estimated at three hundred and fifty million. So they were saying it's two fifty mil plus a hundred million in uh, marketing. Yeah. Although recent reports are suggesting that it needs to make nine hundred million just to break even. So it lost yeah. a ton of money by all the pushbacks. There's I mean, no just, all that marketing is just throwaway marketing, right? And it, what, four different release dates it had before it got released? Yeah, so so, so that one, it, it's... Uh, that, and this is actually, this is disappointing because it's such a good movie. But it also is disappointing because now, imagine the budget that Mission Impossible 7 is going to have mm -hmm. to recoup, okay? Yep. Now, they're in a better spot because next year more than likely you're going to get more people going. It's yeah. like the big hole back here is that Bond skews older and a lot of older people aren't necessarily looking to go to theater just yet. Yes. And obviously in some parts of the world, they're still getting hit hard by COVID. Uh, there's still vaccination pushback and all that other shit that I've gone through plenty of times I don't need to go through on this one. Yeah. So that's uh, the meat and potatoes. My likes are literally just point form because I know we're going to shoot the shit on All right. Video. But... I'm going to go with my dislike right out of the you only got one? I've Is got one dislike. Just one, okay. Just one. All right. And it's it's disappointing because Remy Malik is such a good actor. This is my one dislike, too. I have one. He is such a good actor. And while I was captivated by him while he was on screen, because visually he looks cool. Yes. And the way he presents the character is unsettling. Um... Unfortunately, he was the weakest part of the whole movie. He really was. I mean, like, yes. And it's not on him. It's like... It's it, the right... They knew this was going to be James' last movie, and they focused, really just focused on James Bond's side of the story. Right. 
And because of that, he was left off the side. And he's basically like a one-note classic Bond villain. Yeah, which is crazy because if you think about it, um, it's incredible that he managed to wipe out all of Spectre. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then essentially solidify himself as like the head terrorist of the world, mm -hmm. right? And managed to steal this nanobot virus that is... DNA encoded. So if it's encoded with your DNA, yep. you and all your family members will die from this virus, but everyone else is fine. So I could have this virus on my hands, right? And as long as I don't touch you or anyone at all in your uh, purview, you could essentially live forever. But the reality is, and this is what makes the ending for Bond so much more tragic, is that you can't guarantee that eventually this virus isn't going to get back to you. Right. You know, even if I'm on an entire corner of the world, you can't guarantee it because, you know, we still in some cases touch physical money. We still in some cases touch other people. Yep. Eventually, you know, the odds are pretty good that it's going to get back to you and then wipe out everybody. Yeah. And that's like, so like at first when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, he could just get off the island and then stay away from them. And then I'd be like, no, he can't. And that's the reason why he chose to stay on the island, is because he couldn't go back. Yeah. Because the second he got off that island and touched anything, it increased the odds of uh, Madeline and Matilde getting the virus. Yeah. So, whew. Um, so these are like heavyweight things that Safet has done, but it's all in the last half hour, 40 minutes of the movie, and it feels like they just kind of went, oh yeah, Safet! Oh, yeah, um, that guy from the beginning. Um, uh, so let's have him stalk Madeline. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's after he wipes out Spectre, and then we'll have him uh, kill Bond. Yep. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. And it just, like I said, it's, it, I really... I was pumped when I saw Remy Malik was the bad guy. I was like, holy fuck. And when they showed that uh, screenshot of the creepy mask, luckily they showed the broken part yeah because yeah. that chinese bubble face mask thing is just horrifyingly creepy yeah but anyway so they showed that and i was just like oh boy like this is like and combined like with and i haven't watched all of mr robot but i've watched a lot enough to be like jesus fucking christ like this is gonna be he's good. an insanely great actor and uh bohemian rhapsody he was incredible yeah. in oh insane even though it's like one of the it's one of the things i hate about uh based on true stories, is they really just do whatever they... They do what they want with the story to make yeah. it more profitable. Yeah. And some of it is made up, and some of it didn't happen the way... But regardless, like, so I'm just like, wow, this is going to be fucking great. This is yeah. going to be so fucking good. And then to see this and go, okay. Like, I mean, I know, like, some complaints were saying his plan didn't make any sense. And I was saying, like, well, no. His plan was two parts. Mm -hmm. Plan one, wipe out Spectre. Yep. Okay? Uh, and then... Plan two, or plan one was wipe out Spectre and then uh, sell the virus off to the first person. I know that he talked about how he envisioned himself like Bond, where he was going to remake the world. He was just going to be a little bit more honest about it. Yeah. That part is what I think a lot of people are confused about. Because you're like, well, then why would you sell the virus? Like, that makes no sense, right? But the other part of his plan, so I just choose to ignore that part. The other yeah. part of his plan is ultimately Natalie. Yeah. You know, he wants her, and he realizes he can't have her, so now, no one, Bond can't. Bond mm -hmm. cannot have Nobody her. Nobody can. You know? So, so that's fine, it's just, they could have explained that better, and they could have threaded him more through the movie a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, like you say, he disappears. Well, you start the movie with him, Yeah. right? And then by the time they show him again, you forgot he was in the movie. And the other thing, too, um, was kind of the aging. Like, Remy Malik is probably pretty close in age to Leia Sado. <laughs> and they show him as an adult and her as a child. Now, granted, they didn't like, show so, him. So how old is he then? Granted, like, they, how... didn't, they didn't show him. So he could have been 19, 20. <laughs> right? It's almost like... This should have been played by someone closer to Craig's age. Yeah. And again, like, not a knock to Remy, but it might have been one of those, like, stunt casting things. Yeah. Where they were like, 
riding high on, oh, okay, all yeah, right. This guy won an Oscar, let's get him. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, uh, to be fair, I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, well, he's also phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it's not just, he won an Oscar. It's, he's also a really good actor. Like, he didn't, you know, he didn't suck the right dick or yeah. play off the right person, you know. Grease the right palms or whatever you want to say. He, he actually is a fucking phenomenal actor. He's amazing. So, so yeah, like it's it's so disappointing. <laughs> like I literally was like dislikes, and I just like everything else. My likes was like opening, cast, cinematography, story, like all these beats. Everything. This yeah. one is Saffin specifically. <laughs> that same here, just Saffin. I and have one con, and it was Saffin. <laughs> and it's That's the one that like... I never thought I would see. I never thought that I would say yeah, the, but I mean, unfortunately, he's. First of all, he's one of the weakest movies or Bond villains in the Craig run, which is... Yeah, I mean, like, plot, plot development-wise, he probably is the weakest. He is. He's absolutely the weakest, even though he's done the most. Yeah, he's the one that wipes out Spectre, wipes out Bond. And, and Yeah, exactly. Like, he wipes out every fucking yeah. thing. Basically, Saptonham said, like, if he lived... He would literally have lived like a king because who the fuck's gonna stop him? Well, exactly. They would have to regrow. That's gonna poison island. And and <laughs> uh, uh, what the hell was Lashana Lynch's name in the movie? Nomi. Uh, Nomi. Nomi. That's right. So Nomi would have to. They would all have to regroup, and she'd have to shake off the whole like, yeah, Bond is uh, gone, and Bond's the real 007. She'd yep. have to get back into that double mindset, 007 mindset, just to be able to get after this guy. But I mean, he's got this fucking nanovirus that can yeah. kill anybody he wants, and yeah. their entire family, their entire lineage. <laughs> like, so it's like, what the fuck, right? So anyway, it's insane. It's such an insane. Yeah. Plot. So, uh, yeah. So that's it. That's my dislike. That's literally it, and that's that's what keeps it at a four point five. And I really I wrestled with that because, I mean, up until that, like the more I thought about it, that's when it started to kind of go, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but. And no. I can't give it a five. I just can't. I I was still able to give it a five. Just because Bond's story in here is so fucking good. Like, when we were talking about Spectre, I said that Judy Dench's presence, like, the lack of it was really felt there. Yeah. Whereas in this, like, Craig has it so down now. I never even thought about Judy Dench in this movie. Like, no, and and the chemistry between the whole cast, like the whole group, yes. is so much better than it's ever been before. Yes. Including Craig and and Leah Sidhu. Leah yeah. Oh, Madeline. yeah. Like, yeah. It, it felt, they felt so thrown together in Spectre. Whereas yeah. in this, I actually believe that they were lovers. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and a lot of it has yeah. to do with the opening. Yeah. Because the opening, like right away... This is picking up within, I'm going to say, two months or so. No more than two months after Spectre. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so then, for them to go to Italy... I thought it was years. Wasn't it years? No. No? No, no, no. They time, they do a flash forward five Oh, years. they do the flash, okay, yeah. after this part. Yeah. Right, yes. So, okay, and, and like, the whole purpose of them going to Italy was so that uh, Madeline gives Bond the opportunity to say goodbye to Vesper, to mm -hmm. let her go, mm -hmm. right? And they have that, like, awesome sequence where, like, they're like, what are they doing? And they're, like, they're they're writing down their regrets, regrets and then setting them on fire, you know, so that they can start anew. And I was like, man, that's so awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. And it was awesome that she, like, she wasn't threatened by Vesper. No. She knew exactly what Vesper meant to him. But she knew that in order for them to go forward, he had to, like, whatever it was that was holding him back, he had to let that go. And when he wrote, forgive me, I was like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, I thought he was going to say, um, uh, you can go, or, like, I'm sorry, or something like that. Or, uh, no, 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 uh, you're forgiven. I thought he was going to say, you're forgiven. But when he said, forgive me, I was like, whew, Jesus. You know, and then, of course explosion Boom. and whole yeah. awesome sequence in italy but every it seemed like every one of these action beats were also hit with an emotional beat mm -hmm. because so he like he gets the the call from bloat bill ha 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 she's the daughter of specter and i was like that's such a sweet fucking line yeah. like what a nickname that is the daughter <laughs> of specter and he's you know he's not bond's not used to trusting anybody especially women you know yeah. Uh, and even Vesper, he loved Vesper, and she fucking turned on him. She had to, 
But she turned on him, so he's like, fuck, the same fucking thing. I, the first time since Vesper that I'm like, yeah, come on into my heart. Yeah. She fucking rips it out again. So And you feel it, too. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, I, I said God, to Michelle, yeah. I said to Michelle, I was like, it's so horrible that he can't see this as a setup. Because I thought it was a setup right away. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. But, like, with those blue eyes, like, when they're in the car and they're opening fire, and she's like, James. And yeah. And he's just like... And he's just there, and he's they, just he sitting. just looks at her and just... Okay. And then just fucking... And so here's the thing. So we've got the <laughs> we've got the machine gun in the car, yeah. which is absurd. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, I was like, oh, yes! It was awesome. And they didn't play it for laughs. They didn't play it goofy. It was just, this is it. Yeah. Boom, gone. And I was like, holy fuck. And then, yeah, so they split up. And then it goes... To Five years in the future, and I thought that was genius because it's been five years in Spectre. Well, six now. And that uh, opening credits by Billy Eilish. Oh yeah, great song. Really good, really great good. song. Not as good as Skyfall. No, Skyfall is hands so down the good. best one. But like, so good. Even that was like really somber, right? Like, yes. you're, you're like, this is gonna be like that alone coming off of the opening was like this is gonna be a really emotional film. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like, so, and I wasn't expecting, I was not expecting those emotions in this. Like, no. I, I knew it'd be like, okay, well, it's sad to see him go. But character wise, I was not expecting him to go through what he went through. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And like, and literally, like, die a hero. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, like, but then we go right to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's fucking fishing and fishing and drinking, but also showing off his body. Mm -hmm. There was a borderline nude scene, <laughs> and he was in short shorts. Even Michelle was just like when they were uh, when uh, he was with uh, Leah, and they uh, they had the short scene. She's like, yeah. oh, not. I wish he would have been in shorts or something like that. And then later in Jamaica, she saw it, and she's like, it's not quite the same as the light blue ones, but it's it's close. And I was like, wow, fuck, okay. <laughs> All right, all right. But anyway, um, but yeah, so you see him and he's just fucking like, I don't know if you want to call it living. He's just existing, really, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. But uh, but I was like, yeah, I was genius that they fast forward five years. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Right. You know? It was so great. Um, and he's so off the grid that like no one can find him. They all thought he was dead. No one could find him? Well, Felix found him. Felix found him. What I think was is that they just stopped looking. Yeah. You know, they they stopped Made the looking. Excuse. They stopped looking. They didn't. They just said, "Well, we couldn't find you." And yeah. like, no, they just they stopped looking because, as far as they were concerned, he was gone, right? Yeah. And when we find out later that Leo, Leo, or sorry, uh, Madeline was working with them, well, so they knew that they split up, and he didn't come back. So mm -hmm. they were like, "Well, we'll just leave him." Yeah. Because. Like you can't make him come back if he doesn't want to come. If he would can't, if he wanted to come back, he would have, like he did in Skyfall. Yep, hundred percent. So yeah, so so Jamaica was awesome. That Jamaica was, was awesome. Even the introduction of uh, Nomi was awesome. Oh yeah, I was like, I'm oh, glad. that was great. I actually was like, is that her? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but like. That whole thing was great where, like, you know, she fucks his ride up so she has to give him a ride home. Mm -hmm. And then he, she takes off her wig and he's like, that's not what I thought you'd be taking off. I was like, this is fucking funny. Like, they had some, like, dirty one-liners yep. from classic Bond movies, but in this, it didn't feel out of place because no. he wasn't leaning into pervy douchebag. It was just, like, just being confident in that scenario, which yes. is, uh, you know, one of those classic uh, Bond traits mm -hmm. uh, that you have to have. The suaveness, right? The suaveness. Um, but that, even like that, that's probably one of my favorite things in the whole movie actually is like Spectre tried it to combine that like new age Craig bomb with the traditional style. Yeah. And it failed. The traditional overtook it in Spectre and, and it was not good. And it's also, and that's another reason why I feel like there was problems on set and why James or, uh, sorry, Daniel Craig was just like, I wanted to slash my fucking wrists was because yeah. he was butting heads with the executives that were like, hey, we wanted to go back to this. And he's like, but we can't do that because mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense and no. it doesn't work. And then finally he was just like, fuck it. To jump Fine. ahead like that makes It's my no last sense. movie anyway, yeah. so let's do it. Fuck it. And yeah. then, of course, the way it ended and the way and it, how it didn't perform, yeah. they were like, 
You want to take one more crack at it, and we'll shut our fucking mouths. And that's what I think is. And that's and, I think and that's exactly what happened. It works here. Like I that think, little bit of traditionalism is in this is just perfect. Because it's not like Craig's Bond has ever said we're never going to do traditional Bond. You know, and I know like a lot of people were like, well, yeah, but Casino Royale. Well, they they had to do Casino Royale. They had to start from scratch. Yeah. So we sh- we saw something we'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. A young Bond, just literally fresh in the 007. You know, and then of course Quantum of Solace happened, and then Skyfall, like I said uh, in our previous campcast, took old Bond with Craig's Bond, mm-hmm. fused it together, and this is like the first time we saw Craig be like comfortable. Like he's like, no, 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 I'm James Bond. Yes. This is my James Bond, and this is how I'm going to play it. Yeah. And we saw it again in No Time to Die, mm-hmm. and it was it's awesome. It's you could tell. You awesome. could tell he was having a better time on this. Hundred percent. Because like Spectre, everything was just—it was so wrong in Spectre. And, and it's and like, painful. And I'm gonna watch that documentary still. That, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I'm gonna watch it too. I yeah, it, but... since it's like James Washington, he said it touches on Quantum and Spectre, and like they go right into everything that went wrong with those. And I can't like, wait. I gotta watch this. I can't wait. Like, I, I gotta I, watch I, this. I wanna watch. It. I just—I didn't want to be tainted before yeah. we did this. Yes. Um, but yeah. So Jamaica, the Spectre party was an awesome sequence. Spectre party. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. The Spectre party, like yeah. the birthday for Blofeld. Yeah. It's fucking, fucking hilarious that they're doing that. And I was like, this is insane. Like, they literally had a scene where, like, the Blofeld is, like, hidden away. And he's like, oh, I don't, uh, I have no idea what's going on. I'm fucking crazy. And then they're fucking throwing him a party. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and, like, this is leader just saying, hey, look, we need this, we need this scientist guy. Mm-hmm. And this is after Tupelo 7's, like, stay out of the bond. Or I'll fucking shoot yeah. in the goddamn good knee that you have left, right? <laughs> and uh, and then that whole sequence where we introduce uh, Paloma, mm-hmm. so great. Like I mean, I don't want to go like scene for scene, shot for shot, but it's hard because. But that's everything she, she is, is so good. She in this is fucking easily movie. one of the biggest pluses of this movie. So, Oof. like, yes, I wanted more of her, but I mean, she her she served her time in the movie, right? That like that was hers. But I still want to see more of her. I know, and even I was thinking, like, yeah, she should have showed up at the end, but then I was like, yeah, but, but she would have stuck out at the end. Yeah. And the end is, like, an emotional heart. Yes. Like, even uh, Nomi was a, a large part of the ending, but even at some point, she stepped back mm-hmm. because she had to make sure that Madeline and Matilda were okay, yeah. which was awesome. I, the scene where he gives her, her sweat, his sweater... I was like, oh my god. So cute. Oh, she was so adorable. And I was yeah, almost like, I was like, oh. It was that's a hell of a time trying to find a little girl with like Craig's with blue eyes. Because Craig has the bluest fucking eyes I think I've ever seen. Yeah. And I forgot <laughs> that that was another one of the complaints for Bond when he, uh, he was the cast. Blue eyes. It was the blue eyes. Yeah. And they were just like, it's dark brown, you fucking hey, blonde. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. But then again, I mean, I complain when they make established characters gay. So I mean, really. Yeah. But anyway, um, so, I mean, the MI6 sequences were awesome. Yep. The Norway, and I didn't even know they were shooting in Norway. Like, the the Madeline's home was in Norway. I had no idea. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Beautiful country. I want to go to Scandinavia in the worst way. Worst way. Like, as a guy who loves winter, I'm yeah. like, yeah, Norway is definitely one of those places I yeah. would love to go. Uh, and then finally, the island. The island all the sequences... There's not one bad sequence. There's not one sequence where I'm like, you gotta take that out. You know, in, in a three-hour movie, there's not an, an entire sequence in the whole well, that's movie what I'm saying, I'm like, like, take it out. Remove it. it. Like, you could say that a con is how long it is, but you don't feel it at all. I didn't feel if it at all. If pacing is great, exactly. then the time is great. And we said that before. And like, we're gonna talk about this with Venom later, too. It's yeah. like, everyone was like, oh, 90 minutes only? What the fuck? Like, that should be two hours. After watching, I was like, no, that was perfect. Yeah, if it would have been any so, longer, so I probably would have had more complaints. It would have had dead spots in it, right? Because I got complaints. You got complaints? Oh, I got complaints. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was a perfect runtime. Yeah, but I mean, like, I even point to, uh, well, fuck, I point to Dark Knight as being, like, one of the first movies that was over that two-hour mark. Yeah. And I've never once been like, oh, my God, this is, like, a fucking long movie. Endgame. Three hours. I never once was like, what is this fucking movie ending, right? Yeah. So, uh, and a large part of the reason why this is so good is because of the cast. And we, we touched upon it at the beginning. The cast is so good together that I actually, like, I noticed that this is probably one of the smaller roles that Tanner has had in this movie since uh, uh, Quantum of Solace. 
Yeah, he was, it was a very small role. Because he wasn't really in the field at all in this. No, no. Like, he was really in the field inspector. Really. And it was awesome yeah. to see that. But yeah. everyone is so good together, so comfortable with each other, that there's, like, a playfulness to it now. Yeah. Like even Plus, when, you think, like, it's five years later, right? So, like, Tanner would be, like, not in the field as much. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Although, you, what I, I, I read an article where they were lamenting how... We never got to get, like, in Craig's run, we never got to get a fully formed bond, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, mm, no, that's not true, because you had a fully formed bond uh, the second that Bond shaved his beard off in Skyfall. Mm-hmm. From that point on, he was fully formed. Like, yeah. all of Spectre, he was fully formed. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe not the way you would have liked, but, like, like I didn't necessarily like it, but yeah. he was fully formed. But what I really liked about this movie was that even though there was that five-year jump, there was no, like, I got to get back in the swing of things. It was instant. He, leader was like, let's do it. And he goes, okay, fine, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. And not one beat is missed. He doesn't miss a gunshot. I mean, he's jumping over the bar. Yeah. They're having a shot in between yeah. waves of bad guys, which was awesome. I, I love that. that. I love I that, that so much. so great. Two shot. drinks, yeah. shoot it. Boom, 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 and Let's then get back right to back it. into it. I was like, that is awesome. <laughs> so, and I love that he never missed a beat mm-hmm. because I think deep down he knew he was going to go back. Yeah. He just didn't know when. Yeah. So, that, and I thought that was refreshing too that we didn't get a rehash of that, like getting back into the swing of things yeah. thing. And in fact, there was no no doubts at all. There was, and nobody doubted it. No one was like, really? We want to keep this guy? He's been gone for five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to talk about Bond's age in a movie, but he might be closer to 50 this time, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he probably would be. But anyway, so it's, so I'm like, I just, I thought it was awesome. And like I said, the, the cast helped out immensely with that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, I mean, they outed Q, and it was awesome. But it was done so perfectly, it right? Was it was so just, perfectly. It was just like, it was oh, just my day's coming. He's going to be here soon. He's and that be here was it. And that was it. Like, he's going to be here in 20 minutes. And that was it. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Especially, be, well, I, I, like, I know on online, there's yeah. a lot of shippers for Craig's Bond and Q. Oh, well, of course there is. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it was so, like, so quick that, like, my dad never even caught it. I caught it right away. I was just like, oh, oh, he said awesome. Yeah, he said he. first... I thought that Eve and Q were actually together. Yeah. And then when he said, when he's like, oh, my date's coming, I was like, oh, he'll be here in 20 minutes. I was like, oh, all right. My man. <laughs> my man. My man's getting some. Good for you. But, uh, so yeah, and like, and I liked how they had like quick little beats, you know, with that kind of stuff too. But, yes. Uh, um, wraps up every loose thread from Craig's tenor. Yeah, like every everything. single well. I couldn't even think of anything that would have been missed. Well, the uh, and I I said in uh, like I when we were talking about Skyfall, I said like that was the perfect ending because they put all the toys back. Right? Yes, they had the male M, they had Money Penny, they had Q, all of that was there. But this is actually a better way to go because it's a scorched earth. They've wiped out Spectre. Mm-hmm. They've wiped out Blofeld. They've wiped out Bond. Okay, and that actually remind me because I've got a couple of thoughts on how the franchise can move forward after this. Even though in my gut, it's I feel like it's a clean cut reboot. I mean, you'd think it would have to be right. Like I watched it after the credits, and even at the very end, oh, of, yeah, they, the, of course, James Bond will return. That's okay. what I said in my day. It's like, yeah. oh, is he really dead? I was like, well, wait yeah. till the end. But I got a couple of a couple of thoughts on yeah. how they proceed, and I know I don't think they will go this route. Like I said, I think it's a clear cut reboot. But I mean, whatever. This is the only time I've watched a Bond run where I was like, but this is a full story. And even like I I saw an interview with Craig where he said like, you know. We were weren't necessarily trying to do that, but we kept coming back to these threads. Yeah. So then we were like, "Well, why don't we?" You know. And so they told a complete story of Bond's career from beginning to end, and it was incredible. And it wouldn't have been as good if it wasn't. It didn't have the emotional resonance. I agree. I think I pretty much touched on everything. And the gadgets in this were awesome. The gadgets in this were awesome, but they weren't like they so weren't over the top crazy. Outlandish. Though. Like, okay, like, Q making a fucking car with guns in the front. Like, that's not... But they did that, that, like I said, they treated that with reverence. They didn't treat it like it was a joke. No. Um, But then, like, even when 
when they were fucking taking the scientist out and they, they dropped all the, the bomb and it blew out all these little things, you're like, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And then they jump down and you're like, oh, magnets! That's awesome! That was awesome. That was so cool. That magnet thing And you was could so see that cool. happening right now. Yeah. Like, you could see that happening right fucking now. So cool. The drone, uh, yeah. when they were flying in that drone type thing, I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. It was so the watch. cool. The watch, I thought was... It kills Cyclops with a watch. I th the watch one kind of bugged me, but I read somewhere that it was like, it's a proximity thing. So yeah. I was like, if it's an EMP, it wipes out everything in the infinity, even if it's close range. So it's like, so he touches the, the guy's face, fucks his eye up, but wouldn't his calm be out? But it was because it was touching the guy. Yeah. It had to be touching something. So I was like, okay, all right. And then you got that perfect friggin' like... Little bomb clip. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I showed down my my watch. It blew his mind. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was so good. I also liked how he called him Cyclops, and yeah. I was like, "That's fucking Cyclops." And then, like, I said in my head, Cyclops. Yeah. And then he said Cyclops, and I'm like, "Oh shit, we're on the same page here." But, uh, um, but yeah, like, um, let's talk about Jeffrey Wright for a second. Hold on a second. I just want to say. Yeah. Actually, no, you know, let's do Jeffrey Wright. Let's yeah. do Jeffrey Wright, Actually, because we, we've talked about Jeffrey Wright, you know, we I've had my conversations about Jeffrey we're all Wright. I love fans. Jeffrey Wright. We're all huge fans of I Jeffrey Wright. I just, I felt like Felix wasn't used the way he should have been used, but in this, this, you oh, get to see him on a sorry. mission with Bond. I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to gripe about I know. No, like, this I was, was like, amazing. Yeah. It was so good to see them side by side. It was, it was really awesome. It, but... And it's then, disappointing and then you, and then you get he that heartbreaking, to, like, to die. he dies, yeah. And then and then that leads into the friggin' uh, Logan Ash. Like, what a slimeball that guy was. So when, But I love how Bond called it right away. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with your dude? He keeps smiling. Like, yeah. he smiles way too much. Yeah, something wrong with that guy. But then he kills him with the car. Oh, just lets the car go. I was like... Pulls oh, it down. Oh, just, he didn't yeah, just let it go. He yeah. pulled it down. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Well, even like and that. He said that too. Didn't, say that, didn't he say that to Bond though? Um, Ashley called Bond brother. And he said, "I had, I had a brother. You killed him or something." Something like and that. And then brings Carter down. Yeah. Mm. And uh, but like even like the fight scene in the boat, I thought was really cool too. I was like, "Fuck!" Like all close quarter. Yep. You know, and he's dealing with a younger agent who, like, kind of got the better of him type of yep. thing. Uh, got got away with the scientist. You're like, you son of a bitch. The scientist was fucking hilarious. Oh, he was funny. So fuck. Like I fun. loved how he gave no fucks. Yeah. Like gun in his face. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, the virus has already been created. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, kill me, but what the fuck's the point? I love that guy. He was funny. So fucking super good. So funny. Good. Um. But yeah. So late. Uh, <laughs> fucking later dying though actually bugged me. I did not want to see him die, but, I mean, what are you going to do, right? Scorched earth. Scorched earth. Everything wiped out, including Blofeld. Everything must go. And that scene with Blofeld was better than the entirety of Spectre. That, when he pulled out the just, cuckoo line, yeah. I was like, nice. And, and, nice. and, there was and something I like, fucking hated it in the first And, and there was something really haunting about him in this, too. Like, the way they brought him out and everything. You're just like, oh, fuck. I was, I was I like... Never, I never feel intimidated by him at all, Inspector. No. That's why I was saying, like, when they introduced him in that big, huge meeting, Inspector. And yeah. it was all, like, silhouette and stuff. I was like, if we had more of that. Yes. Because that guy, you were like, holy fuck, he's calling the shots. like, And everyone's, like, shitting their pants. Like, they don't want to fuck piss him off at yeah. all. Right, and then you know, of course, like Jeffrey Wright is, or, or not Jeffrey Wright, uh, Mister White is like mm. everything was fine until this guy showed up and wanted to fucking kill children. Yeah, like this guy's a lunatic, you know. And uh, and then you know we get that like cuckoo scene, and you're like, oh, okay. or even <laughs> when he was when he uh, he did like uh, I'm the author of all your pain, James, and you're like, that's a fucking great line, but what? <laughs> And also, like, the heavy-handed way that they were sandwiching in the other movies. Yes. Here. Like, yes. it was pretty sandwiched in, where at least this here, it felt, like, like I said, it made it feel more earned this time around. Yeah. And that was one of my complaints I had with Spectre that I didn't say, was that, like, they go to all these different places, and it felt like they were going there just because. You know, like, yeah, I know the story says we go here, and then we go here, we go here, but it just felt like they went... Uh, well, let's go to the Alps, and let's go to uh, this place, and let's go yep. to the desert, and let's just, you know, because Sam, 
Sam Mendes and his cinematography team are incredible, right? And Skyfall looked gorgeous in every scene. Yep. You know, uh, whereas this one, every single place that they went to felt earned. Like, it felt like, yes, we should be going here. This makes perfect sense to be here. Um, so that's one of them, cinematography. Cinematography was gorgeous in this. Yeah. Like, Bond's always great for, for scenery and everything. Like, the yeah. places they pick to shoot are always great looking. Yeah, exactly. But certain cameramen can shoot it a lot better than others. That's right. Yeah. This was amazing. Like, and there's, like, and there's shooting, seen... and then there's artistry. Yeah. You know? Like, I've never seen True, True Detective, so I wasn't sure how Carrie was going to direct this. I've never seen it either. And and still kind of blow away. Like, you said it's not really a big idea, or a, a big deal, but I was surprised it went with an American director. I also was, because originally it was Danny Boyle, keeping up with the British And tradition. you're right, like, the more I, I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right, it is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's almost as insane as casting an American to play Bond with right? a British accent. Yeah. Which, they might. <laughs> they might. Unless they get Christopher Nolan to actually reboot it. Because if he can just do his own thing, he, he'll do it. I would. I, 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 that's my first thought is yeah. get him. Even if it's yeah. just one movie. Just one him. movie. Yeah. Just get him, do it, and hopefully, like, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. a couple of movies with, with his version of Bond. A, nine, a nine-year-old it. Bond played by Michael Caine? No. No, no. No. Michael Caine is going to be Bond. Unless it's like, it starts with him as a 90-year-old Bond, and yeah. it's reliving his, like, right. last great moment. Like, I remember this time like I the, got blown up on an island. Yeah, like, so, like, they they start the three-movie trilogy, or yeah. however movie, but they start it, and they and it's him, and he's reliving, like, in each movie is one of his yeah. specific, whatever. Well, I mean, Tom Hardy's a frontrunner, so and Tom Hardy and Christopher Nolan are a great team. Yeah, they are, but I think Tom Hardy is too old now to start Bond. Yeah. Well, the problem is they, t they took a lot of time with Bond, with, with this series. But, like, part like, of it is... Like, you look at Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan's movies were every two to three. Well, and the, the Broccoli's had said, too, that they want to get back into that every two to three years. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, uh, COVID... COVID bumped part it back of reason, quite a bit, yeah. You know, yeah. part of the reason for this. Uh, but the, it, but it's also... It, it, Spectre, Spectre fucked things pretty hard. Spectre for fucked it hard. Like, this... They're disappointed with how much this opened to, right? Well, yeah. It was like 56 million or something. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh, oh, it's a pandemic. Well, okay, well, Venom 2 just made 90 million opening week. So that's not really the pandemic. It's the fact that Spectre was a piece of shit. <laughs> it's it's partly that, but it's mostly the fact that Bond does skew older. It, yes, that's part of like that's yeah. a huge huge part of you're it. Right. And you're older right. people aren't all going in droves to theaters now. Yeah, you know, and that is partly down, uh, largely due to the pandemic, mm -hmm. largely due to that because Spectre made almost a billion, and Spectre was not good. No. Not good at all. Like, I feel like this would have been another billion-dollar movie if, if it would have opened in normal yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. Um, um, because you also look at it, too, Venom 2's uh, dropped off, like, huge drop-off week by week. Oh, yeah. So. Because everyone is not going to the theater still. That's everyone right. that wanted to watch it watched it that weekend. That's right. And then that's it. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, great. it had a great opening and good for them. Yep. Um, but, like, We'll, uh, we'll talk more about uh, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, we'll uh, touch on that. Yeah, so, so it's disappointing. This is the this is another disappointing part, though, is that because like they have that $900 million price tag yeah. that they have to hit before they can make money. So it's disappointing that one of his best movies, and the best movie to end on, is going to bomb. Like, he's going to lose money, actually. Unless word of mouth really spreads and it, and it holds that 40 yeah. to 50 for Hopefully, the first few weekends. But, but then again, there's also the, the Chinese release that's coming up. Chinese release will be huge. It makes yeah. tons of money in it's China. It's ridiculous. And did it open everywhere else worldwide at the same time? Or was it just North America? I uh, believe, no, Britain, like Europe opened first. Okay. So and they then had, we got and it. And then we got it. Okay. And then I think it's the 26th. Second or the 29th or something like that. It's yeah. towards the end of uh, this month that it opens up in, in China. And, and it'll recoup a lot of the money. I think it'll do really, really well. It'll do well. 
I hope it makes uh, the money. But... I hope so too. I hope so too. So you never felt at all during this, like near the end, that Bond was dying. No, in fact, and Michelle did though. Michelle, she called two things that I was like, I dismissed immediately. She's like, like when uh, uh, Madeline says it's not yours, she's not yours, mm -hmm. and uh, Michelle leaned in and she goes, "I bet you it's a Dwight and Angela thing," mm -hmm. and I was like, "No," because I'm looking at like I'm looking ahead to the future. You're thinking I'm the next one's going to continue off of this one. No, 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 not necessarily. What I'm thinking is, um. I'm thinking Bond ends with, like, Daniel Craig's Bond ends with him saving the day, like, always. Yeah. But not going back to them for some reason. So, her not being his child. Because if it's his child, and at the beginning, like, halfway through that movie, like, when he, he goes to Norway and he says, like, the, my only regret is that I pushed you onto that, boat, that bus. Yeah. Um, which was heartbreaking. But I was like, man, that's so awesome that he's just like, like Bond is literally, like Blade Bear, he's just like, yeah, yeah. I fucked up. Uh, but I wanted that life with you. I wanted you to know that I wanted that life with you. And uh, so he would have had that life. So even if he didn't die, he wouldn't have been James Bond. Right. So they would have had to reboot anyway, or rewrite that anyway. So they would have to start the next movie with... Uh, Madeline and the kid getting killed, you know, or something, something, something along those lines. And so, so like I said, so I was like, nah, there's no way. But then, so later, when they confirm it, and I was like, I was getting to that point where I'm like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. But I was doing the same thing when, you know, he's like, so they're talking about the virus, and like I was like, oh my god, he can't go near them, and I was like, okay, all right, but he gets off the island. That's fine. He just stays away from them. But then, but then you start to it starts to set in. You're yeah. like, but that's not how that works. He can't guarantee that he won't touch somebody that won't have contact with somebody at some point down the road that has contact with her. Mm -hmm. And then that's it, right? So it's like, holy fuck, he had to die. They absolutely had to kill him to end this run. I got I got the feeling in in a few spots. When um, Nomi was saw him on the plane and said he was 007, I was like, oh, that's nice that she's showing the respect and everything. But, but I was like, I got that feeling, is he going to go down as 007? Like, but that, and that's over. the thing. So th those feelings happened. Yeah. Right? Like, But I would shoo them away because I was looking at it's like, James Bond. It's James Bond, right? James Bond doesn't die. You know? Right? I mean, they ended, uh, what the fuck was Lazenby's movie? Of her royal majesty. Oh, on her royal majesty's service. Yeah. Sir, sir, yeah, something like that. Yeah, O-H-S yeah. or whatever. But, uh, like, it ends with him getting married. Or uh, the one before that ends with him getting married. I think that one ends with him getting married. And then, like, the first movie with uh, Moore. Or, no, Sean Connery's back. All of a sudden, like, she's dead or whatever. So they just immediately went... Yeah, yeah, no, it's happy ending. Nah, not for this series, though. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. Like, there's even if it ends with it being his daughter, then they would have to kill her off. So I was like, there's no way. So it's not her daughter, or it's not his daughter, sorry, and uh, and he's not going to die because that's not how you end a Bond movie. Yeah. So, like I said, I literally had to sit for like an hour while I got home. I started sipping a drink going, like, I can't fucking believe they killed him off. I can't fucking believe it. And I'm glad that they did. Like, honestly... It's weird to say, but if they would have ended it any other way, I would be like, that's cool. But they really built it up, like Well it's kinda of cool, right? Because it's it's its own little series. It's got yeah. it's got bookends. I mean, you can literally watch Pierce Bros and skip down with Craig, go to the next guy now and not miss a beat. Exactly. And what uh what got me was when he's like climbing up the ladder. For the second time. Yes. And he says to Q, he's just like, uh, like, but we can we can stop this, right? And Q is just like, Bond, you know we can't. And he's just like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And now they all know that's it. I was like, fuck. I got the, the definitive feeling that he was dying um, when they were down at the boat area and he put Madeline on and, and his kid and then... Nomi went on and he said he's going to stay behind. 
And I was like, okay, you stand behind, you still gonna sit there, right? Yeah. But the way they shot that, they they slowed down the camera work and it showed Madeline like go into the light and just like fade the white. I was like, he's dying. He is dying. Yeah, and like I said, when Michelle called it, she's like, I think he's gonna die. I was like, nah. Yeah. He gets out of it. I literally said he gets out of it after we watched him get blown to bits, okay? Like, it wasn't an off-screen death. Yeah, no, it was he like... blown to bits, and I was like, nah, he'll get out of it. It's yeah. fucking James Bond. He's good. It's fucking James. He might have a limp. Yeah. But he'll be okay. You'll check him out later at the, yeah. at the yeah, end credit scene. He'll be sipping a cocktail at the bar. But I was fuck. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. So, yeah, I don't really want to go too much longer. I, I, I don't have I, I touched to say, on everything really. now. Um, here's my thoughts on... So the way this is ended, uh, they actually, especially like with Apple buying up the property. Yes. Um, which I'm glad that they've said specifically, James Bond will still be released in theaters. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope that doesn't mean that they'll no longer release movies, like physical copies, because I absolutely have to own a physical copy of this movie. Um, but anyway, so I find it interesting because they are in this weirdly cool position where they could have their cake and eat it too. Because now what they can do is they can, first of all, they're going to reboot Bond. There's no way Hands they're down. not going to reboot Bond. And I don't think they're going to pull a Dame Judy Dench and keep some of the characters to carry over, mm -hmm. I think it's clean slate for yeah. all of them. Full reboot. Okay? And they're not going to... I don't think that they're going to do, like, a Casino Royale reboot, but I think they're going to carry on, like like you said, like, Brosnan runs, run ended, this guy showed up, and then they, they pick it just up from keep, there. keep going. Yeah, so just serialized adventures of the, of the agent James Bond. Yeah. Um, and fine. Like, I mean, the way it's ended, you have to reboot it. You have to. Yeah. Like, you have to clean slate everything, which is fine. I mean, like, they wiped out Spectre. They, they killed off Bond. They, they killed off pretty much anybody that they need, everyone they needed to. But regardless, but the cool part is, and this is where I don't think the, they're going to go with, but I kind of hope they do, is that they could continue on this uh, timeline, so to speak, with Nomi as 007. With, uh, like, they could at least have one more movie just to kind of see how that goes with these characters still working in the shadow of James Bond. Yeah. So now you've got your black woman, James, or 007. You could easily do that in between. You've got your black woman 007 heading up MI6 mm -hmm. as one of the top agents. Although, is he the top agent? Like, is there, like, does it go up? <laughs> I don't know how it goes, because they've had a 008, they've had a 006. Right. Like, is it just a number you get? I, it's, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's all the 00s right? Yeah, like, that's, I guess... It's what not it like, you did yeah. really good this month, you're 005. Yes! Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, so, but now, and so they have their reboot Bond, yeah. which I guarantee you is going to be a little bit more of the classic Bond. Mm -hmm. I am almost certain it's going to be a little bit more, more classic Bond than Skyfall or No Time to Die. It, it, they're going to have to, because it's going to have to stand apart from this. But I, that's the thing. I don't think they're going to go this route, but I think they should. They should yeah. sit there and say, well, why don't we have a movie with... Her? I think they should just take their time buying another Bond, and I honestly think they should do a spin-off film. They won't, though. They, but, well, that's what I mean. They so won't, but they, they, they should have... Hell, I mean, okay, I'm going to talk video games for a second. Uncharted 4, right? Yeah. Nathan Drake. Yeah. Final Adventure. Yeah. They still did The Last Legacy after that. Yep. And they had Chloe and uh, that other chick. Yeah. Nadine, right? Yeah. Okay. Why can't you do uh, Nomi and Paloma? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you have could do one a spin off more... in the universe. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's my that's my whole thing. You could do that. And why not? It's not going to take away from it. Right? And if it does great, then yeah. you can continue on with Nomi until they decide to recast her. Mm -hmm. And you've now continued on with this black woman 007. Yeah. Or. You know, after Nomi's run is done, maybe she dies, and then you cast Idris Elba. <laughs> All that'll never happen. But like now, you have the 007 moniker, and it's not tied to James Bond in this timeline. Right, is kind of the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. So now you can do whatever you want. Or would they retire the number with his death? 
I mean, they could. They could. But I mean, but now and then, like you said, so you've got traditional Bond. Yeah. Which will be super traditional, borderline raping traditional. Not in this day and age. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I. But there's already like articles where they're saying like, well, the next James Bond better not be a woke Bond, and you're like. Because of the stuff that James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig's Bond has done. Because, like, I mean, yeah, there's still women being treated like fucking throwaway, throwaway shit in every one of these movies. Or not in every one. In the, basically just in... Just in the first ones. No, the first three. Skyfall, Severine, she was throwaway. Yeah, Skyfall too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but after that it was... No, because then he met Madeline and that yeah. was it. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, they'll have their more traditional Bond... And it's just, I, if they don't do something with Nomi, I think it's a, a hugely missed opportunity. And you're right, like, have Nomi and Paloma. Why can't you? Like. You can't even call, like, you can freaking what they do with that Hobbs and Shaw. They went Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. Like, fucking. Yeah, 007 Presents. Yeah, simple. Nomi and Paloma. Yeah. Yeah. Although, World Hobbs James and Shaw, Bond, I don't think, did that well. It did good. Oh, no. It did, like, 750 mil. Oh, but I, I mean, like, in terms of the fast franchise. No, yeah, it didn't touch a bill like the last few. Because I, I remember, I, I saw that, and I was like, you know what, that looks a lot better than I thought it would be. It's fucking funny, but even though um, Elba's like a superhero in it. Yeah, I, I know, that was, was the like, part where I was like, why is this know. guy got superpowers? I don't know how I feel about that part, but I mean, it it would it also looked to me like one of those movies. It's like a Fast Furious movie. It's like, yeah. turn your brain off. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll yeah, love it. Exactly. You'll think it's Just amazing. Just have a good time. You know, don't think too much into it, right? But then when I seen it didn't do like a billion, I was like, well, that's why we're not getting a sequel. Oh, they greenlit a sequel. Really? Oh, yeah. A sequel's happening. Wow. It's Dwayne Johnson's got like 400 movies in front of him. That's oh, like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. You know. That's right. How did the uh, Fast Movie do without Dwayne Johnson? It still did a bill. I mean, those movies clean up in yeah, China. They do. They do. They do. I don't, or no, it didn't do a bill, but then it also opened during COVID. That's so right. I was that, just going to say so that's that right, again, yeah. too, right? Because it, I think it, it opened it in would've. that sweet spot yeah. where everyone was like, we could go back to the theaters. Yeah. And then like three weeks later, they're like, fuck, we still have COVID? What? This is unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't top my list, but fuck, so close. So it's a close. great way to end. Oh, it I is was an worried. Incredible if, if, way if to this end. is another Spectre, then I know. Then I'm just gonna watch the first three and call it a day. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, but now I, 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 um, my repeat watches will be more the Casino Royale, Skyfall, and yeah, and No Time to Die. Those yeah. will be the repeats. I don't but think I'll really when I go through a full run, um. I think I'll like I will have a little bit more of a better appreciation of Spectre, like that because that's one of the things that's the most amazing about this movie is that yeah. it actually makes me go, okay, all right, I can, and uh, who knows where my ranking will be after that rewatch, but as it stands, one of the best Bond movies I've ever seen with the best Bond ever. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Um, call him woke if you want. But I'm I'm totally fine. Right, he's not woke. I'm totally fine with because he has a bond. gay cue in his no, it's, universe. No, it's because he cared and he cried. Yeah, you know. Oh, is that now considered woke too? You can't show emotion. Well, men have never been allowed to show emotions Good ever. Fucking lord, ever. Even though I'm sure. Well, then you'd all hate me because I cry like a bitch twenty four seven. You've seen me get choked up on this fucking thing all the time. I mean, I unboxed a Stan Lee toy on here and I was fucking tearing up. Why wouldn't you? By the way, if you haven't seen that, watch it. This guy is insane when he unboxes stuff. Yeah, every once but a year. I gotta tell you, I'm disappointed that you didn't have like your super mega like flip out unboxing knife like every other unboxer has. Their product placement knife. I was really disappointed that you were you weren't just, just pull like, a fucking sword out. All right, switch omatic six thousand. You know, perfect for, like this combat knife that people use for box openings. I was like, oh, this is fucking. Yeah. Insane. So I'm disappointed that you didn't have that. Okay, so I'll I'll do that next time. Even if it's big fake, ass knife. Even if it's fake, it's like a totally like bullshit thing. I, I would rather you have it thrown out. But uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen that, watch that. Uh, no. Yeah, and then check our other two camcasts on James Bond. We did uh, we did two a few weeks back. And then, of course, um, watch this again. Yep. Yeah, watch this one again. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, this is crazy though. We're in the same room. It is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy that we're finally back in this room. Yeah. Uh, even though it looks a little bit different, still feels like home. Um, again, as always, thank you so much for for just sitting watching these movies and then watching us talk about the same movies mm -hmm. and you know laughing along because I know you do, um, crying at some point because I know you do. Don't be woke. But we really appreciate the support, the the likes, everything. It, the it, love. The love, the subscriptions. It's so pandering. The bell, the so, bell clicking. So yeah, the the bell. Honestly, don't even like the video. Just comment down below about how much you hate Chris. Yeah, so, I so I he, hate, he can, he can I go to war with you. I watch YouTube guys all the time. They like, do this pandering thing, and I feel ridiculous. But yeah. we do really appreciate it. We thank you so much. Uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. And doot doot loop doot. Boopy dee boop. Did it wrong on purpose, you asshole. Well, you didn't do the social media stuff, so I was thrown off. That's fair. That's fair. That's All right. Fair. Okay, so we're still going to go, but before we do, Kenneth is going to talk about the social media aspect. The of social this. media aspect, you know, so we can be social with each other. What's we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts if you want to listen to this episode as a podcast or, you know, right here on YouTube where you can see our handsome faces together in the same room. <laughs> Not pixelated through Zoom. Very nice. <laughs> it's like weird angles. <laughs> and geekpantsmedia.com, which has not really been updated too much lately, but it will be soon, as a promise from me and him. It is a promise for me too, because I have to. I have to do something. Yeah. And who knows? You might. Uh, you might hear some wrestling stuff on Soundcast. Who knows? Yeah. So on that note. Doop doop loop doop. But I'm dumb. You did it again, you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, that's not nice because your mom is not a bitch at all. Yeah, You're right? Just a fucking asshole. Just like